Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to a court of fairies and fangirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about them or talking about them. So we figured why not record us thinking and talking about it. We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. Lucian! Lucian! Okay, we're back. This is the first mini of the new season. Welcome back. Yes. Um, to remind you, this is full of spoilers. Yes. Please don't listen if you haven't read through Recorded Silver Flames. Mm-hmm. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Today's topic is Lucian. Lucian! My fave. Sarah's fave. I know. I really don't even know why. Like, he really isn't in the books that much when I think yeah. about it. But I just love I him. Think, I think he's doing a decent amount. Yeah. But you get good vibes from him. I know. I just really like him. I like that. Um, okay, let's start from the beginning. Okay. Lucian's backstory. Ugh. It's so heartrending. Yeah, let's start with the hard stuff and then go into the fun stuff. Okay. <laughs> so, backstory. So, basically, he's one of five brothers, right? There's five of them. He's, I feel like there's like seven of them. I don't know. He has there's like so many brothers. He has a lot of older brothers. Yes. <laughs> He's the youngest of a bunch of older brothers from the Autumn Court. Yep. And he basically, he didn't want to be in power, knew he wasn't going to be High Lord. So mm-hmm. he kind of just wanted to do his own thing. So he like traveled to all the other courts when he was younger. He wound up dating and falling in love with a quote unquote lesser fae, which I'm assuming is just like a normal fae, not a high yeah. fae. Um, and his dad was like, heck no. So he had her slaughtered in front of him while he had to watch. His brothers held him down. They killed her in front of him. So terrible. Absolutely horrible. So he ran away mm-hmm. to Springport. To his BFF Tamlin. To his BFF Tamlin. Two of his brothers came with. Tamlin killed one of the brothers. Lucian killed one of the brothers. Mm-hmm. So he has two brothers less. So I think there's now four brothers maybe so yeah i think they're right i think there was like seven of them yeah um but yeah so he's been an emissary for the spring court ever since it's heartbreaking someone with that kind of story it's just tragic it's like what like he couldn't have done anything differently no it's just the lot he was given which is just so sad yeah crabby dad terrible brothers (laughs) yeah Really just the worst family. Just, his mom. His mom's like the only one that he likes and that really yeah. likes him. Yeah. Um, which come to find out, the reason why she probably loves him the most is because he's not actually <gasps> of the autumn court. Yeah, okay. Even earlier backstory evolution. Yeah. <laughs> Helion's the baby daddy. Yes. Which I love. Yeah. I love it. So Helion is Daycourt. Yes. 
so Lucian is actually the heir to the day court, the only one because Helian's not married anybody. He has no other kids. So Lucian is technically a high lord or uh, soon to be high lord potentially if, you know, Helion dies. And it's just it's sheer luck that he inherited his mother's looks. Yes. Sheer luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he would have been killed for so sure fast. if his dad like realized otherwise. Yeah. But yeah, the autumn the High Lord of Autumn Court has no idea that Lucian is in not theory. his son. Yeah. In theory, as far as we know. Mm-hmm. But it makes sense why she would love him most. Right, because she chose to He's the child of like an actual love that she has. Yes. <laughs> so sweet. I know. So yeah, backstory to the backstory. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So it's like we come to like the spring court and he's just like like that's his new home. He's mm-hmm. he's doing his best to get by. He go he's with Tamlin through everything. Mm-hmm. Which is just like I think it's one of those things where it's like Tamlin helped him in that moment. So it's like I feel like Lucian has this like sense of like indebtedness to Tamlin. Yeah, I think so. Um what else? He has the eye. Yes. Which was because of Amarantha, right? Yep, Amarantha's yeah. fault. So, and he got the golden eye, wasn't it from the Dawn Court? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody at the Dawn Court, like, made it. There's, like, a tinkerer lady over yeah. there that she made him that eye. I'm curious to see how that looks in the teepee I know, series. I'll be so curious. Because I've seen, like, the fan art, and some of them, I don't really like the way they make it look, but I'm yeah. sure they're going to make it look good for TV, obviously. Yeah. Because he's Just, still- When I hear fake eye, I think Mad-Eye Moody. Yeah, exactly. Always Harry Potter <laughs> references. Like... But, like, I'm thinking, like, this golden, like, orb thing that they've, like, stuck in his face. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of anything else, like, uh, in Akatar. Okay. So, the relationship between him and Thera. Right. Starts off pretty rough. He hates her. Obviously, yes. she killed his friend. Um, so, every reason to hate her. Yeah. And then he is disappointed in her because she leaves as, mm-hmm. like, he realizes that, like, her and Tamlin are falling in love with each other. Yeah. And she leaves without saying that she loves him, which mm-hmm. would have broken the curse. Yeah. So, he's pissed. And then, under the mountain. Yeah. She saves him by giving Amarantha her name. I think that was, like, the, like, I think he was liking her. Right. But that was the point where he was like, oh. hmm Like, She's for real. Right. She actually cares enough about me to save my life. Yeah. Even after she killed my friend. Yeah. So I think like that Like, she was... changed. And so, like, you saw so much in that first book of the two of them mm-hmm. kind of, like, brushing against each other. And then I think finally the mountain really brought them together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he heals her. Mm-hmm. And then she saves both of their lives in the second task. Right. Um. <laughs> they went through a lot. And it's interesting. I'm, you know, we talk a lot in Mist and Fury about how her and Tamlin were, are, are more disconnected in this book. Right. It's interesting how it's like almost like her and Lucian are the opposite. Right. They're closer in mm-hmm. a weird way. Yeah. He definitely realizes what she went through under the mountain and yeah. sees what she's now suffering with yeah. in the spring court being mm-hmm. back. So, and then I'm trying to think like. This book is, it's interesting for him because after that, after mm-hmm. like she goes to the night court, he's basically hunting her. Right. Because he thinks that she's been taken. Yeah. And so he unfortunately is like, like he, I, I think that's like, obviously he's doing this for Tamlin. Right. But I think he was doing it for himself too because she's his friend and he wants right. to save her. Yeah. Because he doesn't actually know what happened. Right. She's just gone when yeah. he shows up. 
So I'm not mad at him. Like I'm it's, for looking for her. No, no like I'm I'm glad it he went sense. and looked for her. Like it just sucks that he kind of becomes the bad guy. Well, to Feyre, he becomes the bearer of bad news to Tamlin first. First, more than anything. Yes. But yeah, I don't like that Feyre sees him as not her friend anymore. Yeah, in this book. Well, I mean, in her defense. He's siding with Tamlin this whole time. Right. He sided with her, or sorry, he sided with Tamlin when she was in pain. He sided with Tamlin when he was looking for her. He sided with Tamlin when she told him, no, I'm done. Right. Like, Tamlin kept saying, like, it was a ruse, it was a ruse, but, like, Lucian was there. Right, he knew. Lucian knew it was not a ruse, that she was done. Right. And so, in a lot of ways, he really, like, let like let her down. I'm sure he did. But in his defense, again, it's like he is... What was he supposed to do? Right, he's between a rock yeah. and a hard place, as we said. It's like he's he's Tamlin's number one guy. Like, he yeah. is kind of in charge of everybody else in the spring court. Like, yeah. if he disobeys, everybody disobeys. So it's all on Lucian's shoulders. Yeah, he's in a terrible situation, but, like... It just sucks. He let her down. It sucks for... Like, it's yeah. lose-lose. And it's also, like, he's known Tamlin for how many hundreds of years? Right. Exactly. And it's, like, I feel like his loyalty does lie with Tamlin, which it yeah. should. With somebody that, you know... But it makes sense why she would consider him to have failed her as a friend. Yeah, I totally get it. I get it from both sides. Yeah. Um, and then... And then there's the partnership with Highburn. At the end of that, they're right. tricked. Elaine goes into the cauldron. Elaine comes out, and he is mated with Elaine right yes. off the bat. He like instantly is just like, yeah. she's my mate. How do you feel about their like mating situation? I well, so initially, I know we talked about this a little bit last season. Um, initially, I was so mad. I was like, no, I need <laughs> Elaine and Azriel to get together. Yes. And I don't think at first, like, I was really mad because the third book hadn't come out yet, and I hadn't really seen. Elaine kind of interact with Oz. Yeah. So at first I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. But then, like, as I wanted Elaine to be with Oz, I was like, no, like, yeah. why is Lucian the mate? But now I kind of like it. Mm. Um, well, I don't know if likes the right word. Yeah. But I'm way more open to it now. Like, I don't think Elaine and Oz are meant to be mated. Yeah. So I think there's potential that Lucian will find happiness with Elaine Mm -hmm. and I hope he does because I just want him to be happy especially after like all the trauma that he's been dealt yeah so I I think it's interesting that Elaine would be his mate right but obviously like Nesta and Lucian would never be good together (laughs) like that wouldn't have worked right so it's just I don't know Elaine's an interesting choice and like obviously we don't know much about her yet like I'm still waiting for the next book to come out but I could see the potential there of like this like sweet, loving, just kind human being being a good balance for Lucian. And like he deserves someone that is like that. No, I I agree. My first thought was like, oh, we're just whipping mates out left and right, are we? Like it felt a little cheesy to bring mates up right away. And like I had a friend who texted me about that too. It was just like, really? We're bringing mates up already? But I'm like, this is such an interesting dynamic of it's like, Mm -hmm. this cauldron says you're good for each other, but what if you don't know you're good for each other? So it's like, we heard about this in theory, but we get to kind of see it play out. Mm -hmm. So it's a really cool, like, new storyline, I think. Yeah. And I like that, I think, also, like, we were initially told that Lucian is her mate, so that everybody wouldn't just be... So that it creates almost more drama yeah. for, like, the Osriel, like, yeah. Lucian, like, who she's going to be with kind of thing. Yeah. Because otherwise, I don't think it would have been a big deal because Lucian wouldn't have hung around 
the night court, he wouldn't have like chosen to help yeah. Feyre escape from like Spring Court. Totally had Elaine not been his mate. Yeah. So like he wouldn't have come with her. Like everything would have been different. So I think yeah. he had she had to have been his mate right away. Mm. Otherwise, everything wouldn't have happened. Yeah. So. It's just it was an interesting moment too, like that it happened so instantaneously. Right. Uh, I just I also I love how sweet Lucian is to Elaine. Yes. Through it. Oh my like, gosh, yes. Obviously Elaine's been through so much and he's her mate so he cares for her. Mm-hmm. But I just I appreciate him like giving her space, like trying to meet her needs, whatever right. they are. Like he's dealing with Azriel kind of leaning in and that being a little hard for him. Yeah. So I just I appreciated him kind of putting her needs first. Yeah. Which I think when they alluded to like when a female is is like in that mating bond, they become crazy protective. Right. And so the fact that he was letting her do that showed a really strong sense of like self-control that I appreciated. Yeah. You know. And also I think it's interesting because a mate isn't equal. So yeah. currently Elaine right. is like kind of I don't want to say nothing, but she doesn't really have a purpose. She's not really in anything yeah. and so i mean lucian is technically going to be a high lord i'm assuming yeah of he's like, clever as anything clever. he's the spring court's like emissary so yeah. he's like number two in spring court he's number two in dawn court or day, day. court he's number i don't know like five in autumn <laughs> number five in <laughs> autumn a lot court. of power there he has a lot of power and that means elaine's his equal mm. even if like she doesn't love him yeah. She's his equal. So, like, I see her rising yeah. and doing something, like, big. Like, yeah. she's going to be powerful. That's interesting how it alludes to that. Yeah. Ooh. I know. Um, and it's also interesting that he's choosing to love her because, like, mates don't have to love each other. Like, his parents. Yeah. And, like, Tamlin's parents. It's like, they don't really love each other. Like... I don't think his parents were mates, but... Yeah. You're right. They don't have to. No, but he, like, he acts like he loves her even though... He doesn't really know her, and she's not really giving him yeah. much of a chance. So I just think that's interesting that he's, like, on the lovey-dovey side of mating. Yeah. Um, he's got that soft side. I know. Um, bef- right before he finally gets back to the night court, though, he's with Spy Feyre in the right. spring court. And I don't think he believed her for a second. I don't think so at all. He was totally like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He's, he's too clever to fall for her shit. He is. That's why he's a fox. <laughs> he is the fox. Um, but I, I thought it was, I don't know, cool that like in the end, like we talked about how he was caught between a rock and a hard place for so long. Yep. He did choose Feyre almost he did. in the end. Partially because of Elaine. Yep. But even still, like, that must have been so hard for him yeah. to leave Tamlin in that moment. I can't even imagine. Yeah. yeah. So interesting, like, growth there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, let's see, in Wings and Ruin, what's he doing? Oh, he goes to the continent to try and um, get help for the war. Oh, yeah. Ends up bringing back her dad. Yes. Which is... Interesting. Yeah, it's like, wow, that all worked together really nicely. <laughs> I know. Strange turn of events. Yeah. But, so he wasn't, like, super present in Wings no, and Ruin? No, I don't really remember him being much of, yeah. in that book. But I think, you know, at the end, he's he is stuck with the consequences of leaving Tamlin yep. and going after his mate. Mm-hmm. And so that 
relationship is obviously going to be very tense for a while. Yeah. Because Tamlin feels betrayed, I'm sure. He should. Yeah. Because he was betrayed. He was, yeah. <laughs> so, anywho. And then we don't really get much of him in Silver Flames, do no, we? No, I feel like Silver Flames is... Kind of just, like, quietly continuing trying to connect with Yeah, Elaine. I feel like he shows up, like, whenever they do, like, holidays and, like, gift exchanges. Yeah. Like, and he's always so, like nice like he's trying so hard he really does he just sits there like gives her space like doesn't like just he's just really sweet so i really hope these next books i know bring some joy for him i hope so he deserves it Mm -hmm. astral deserves it too but he also deserves it i know oh (laughs) so hard your two favorite people are both pining after elaine isn't that funny because you don't want you hate her i know (laughs) (laughs) so ironic Uh. um all right. Yeah. Anything else about Lucian? I don't think so. I think that's All right. a good summary of him. Yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah. Tell I, us. Any thoughts? Let feelings? Us, let us know. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, hope you guys enjoyed, and we will see you next week for more Court of Mist and Fury. Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and let us know what you think. You can find us on Instagram at, at @fairiesandfangirls. Jump in on the conversation, and we look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye! Bye!